Welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast, coming up. Making time for yourself, as I mentioned before, is something important and something that I personally neglected for a long time. So I also write from experience as well as we get experts who share in their tips, uh, be it on mental health, skincare, self-care, exercise, yoga. These are all forms of of self-care and it depends on you on what you consider is self-care. So we kind of, I kind of share my five top tips on self-care. I'm your host, Danielle Collins, and I'm the world leading face yoga expert, best-selling author of the book, Danielle Collins Face Yoga, and creator of the international teacher training program, the Danielle Collins Face Yoga Method. 17 years ago, I healed myself from chronic illness, and I've spent the last 15 years teaching, sharing, and serving millions of people in person, on TV, and online to help them look and feel the best version of themselves. This podcast is about giving you simple, effective, natural tips and advice, and sharing knowledge and insight from industry experts. If you have a friend who you think would enjoy this podcast, please share it on social media as it means so much if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast as it allows more people to feel healthier and happier naturally. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. This is the Face Yoga Expert Podcast. This week's episode is all about self-care and particularly self-care if you are someone that looks after other people a lot. Now, a lot of it is focused on self-care as a mum because we have Dina, the founder and director of Kensington Mums. Now, Kensington Mums was set up to give help and support to mums within a community that perhaps wanted to be around other females, wanted more information about how to look after themselves, how to positively improve their mental health, their physical health. And it's very much gone from a local community to a worldwide online community. So Dina on this podcast talks about her five top tips for self-care when you're a mum. But if you're listening to this and you're not a mum, we also really apply this to how you can look after yourself better if you are someone that cares a lot for other people. So maybe you're someone that cares for a elderly parent, perhaps a stepchild, perhaps a partner, perhaps a friend. Maybe you're in a profession where you're caring a lot for other people. And sometimes maybe you feel that guilt in terms of looking after yourself or taking time for yourself. So this podcast gives you some really inspiring and really actionable ways that you can look after yourself, help to shed a little bit of that guilt and start to know that you are just as important as the people you're looking after. It's also great if you are a first time mum and you want to learn a little bit more about how to navigate through those difficult times. Dina gives some great tips on that as well. And Dina mentions that one of her favourite skincare tools for self-care is a gua sha. Now, we stock beautiful gua sha's from the Hey You method on our website at faceyogaexpert.com slash shop. Now, I definitely would recommend adding a gua sha into your routine if you want to improve the circulation in your skin, help your skin to look a little bit more glowing. You also want to lift and firm the muscles, but perhaps you're quite short of time. The wonderful thing about using a gua sha is you can keep it in the fridge and you can just get it out once you apply your serum. So you can apply a little bit of your fusion by Danielle Collins serum and then you can do your gua sha routine. So if you want to learn more about how to use a gua sha, whether it be for the face, 
face. We also stock the beautiful stainless steel washes for the body and the head comb washes, which are gorgeous as well. Just go to faceyogaexpert.com slash shop. And let's get into this week's episode. Hope you enjoy it. Hi, Dina, and a warm welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. How are you today? Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing well. Thank oh, well, you. I'm excited to have you on and to talk about all things self-care and being a mum. And I'm really interested to, first of all, know a little bit about your journey to setting up Kensington Mums, which is the amazing community and website that you run. So maybe you could start off telling us a little bit about that. Yes. So Kensington Mum, actually, we're celebrating our nine anniversary this month. So it was set up nine years ago. It was an idea at the beginning, maybe 10 years ago. And then I jumped into it after becoming a second time mom. I realized the importance of having a community of moms to support you through your motherhood journey. I really struggled with my firstborn. Uh, when he was born, I was, I felt very lonely, very isolated. I did go through postnatal depression, which at the time I think I didn't want to face. But then second time round, it was like a confirmation that I didn't want to go through the same kind of uh, journey again. And at that time, I already had my, you know, few friends uh, of like-minded moms and uh, the idea just blossomed further with a bit of push here and a push there. Um, we created the website and that's how basically Kensington Moms community was born. That's amazing and so nice to hear how something so positive came out of quite a difficult experience for you because I know a lot of people listening will have gone through similar mental health issues, whether it be postnatal depression or even I know a lot of our listeners aren't even mums, but actually can still go through periods of difficult times and periods of depression. So it's really lovely to hear how you use that experience to then go forward and help other people. Yeah, I think it's important for moms, especially first time moms, to seek the advice that they want, uh, especially if it's to do with support or help and not to feel guilty in any way. I, I say this now, but it's taken me 10 years to be able not to feel guilty for taking time away. Yeah. Um, so it's important for moms to, you know, find someone to talk to, be it an expert or a friend. You know, a friend can also be an expert in her own way because she's also a mom who's been through it all. So it's important to speak out and seek help whenever you need it. Completely. And I think mum guilt is such a real thing. And I don't know why we all feel it in so many areas of our life. I'm a mum to a four-year-old and an eight-year-old. And I was just saying to my husband, actually about 20 minutes ago, I was saying, oh, I feel so guilty because I have to do some work on Sunday afternoon. I have to do a meeting and I have to do a little bit of writing. And I don't normally like to work weekends. I like to spend it all with the girls. And I was feeling this huge amount of guilt. And then I was saying to him, oh, I feel guilty that you're going to have to just have them on Sunday afternoon. And he was like, it's no problem. Like, why are you worried? But as a mum, we go through life with so much of that guilt. Why do you think that we have that guilt so much when it's um, either to do with um, work things or self-care things? I think it's something innate <laughs> that yeah. is born with, with, within us, really. Yeah. Um, 
you know, do you think dads have this guilt if they need no. to go? Do you, you, know, you see? So no. my husband it, doesn't. I mean, he's a great dad and he, you know, we we share the childcare. We're very much both hands on. But when he's got to go to work, when he's got to do his thing, when he's doing whatever he wants to do for his own enjoyment, there's no guilt there at all. Exactly. So I think it's something innate that you eventually get used to and get out of. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, you will definitely feel guilty, even if it's leaving your baby to have your hair done or your nails done, which is part of self-care. Yeah. It should be it should be mentioned that self-care is not uh, selfish. It's a necessity. It's a necessity for yourself, for your mental health, for your well-being and all sorts. I mean, it plays a role in everything. Yeah, I think it's just getting used to getting out of this mom guilt mm-hmm. and prioritizing yourself as well, because you're also a human. You're also a person and you need to be okay to be able to take care of your kids. They want to see a happy mom. They don't want to see a mom who's always anxious, upset, uh, crying, angry. It will just portray the wrong image that, you know, all moms are trying to be the best they can. And this is the most important message is that we're all trying our best. Completely. And I always say to my husband, I want to bring, because I've got two girls, I want to bring my girls up knowing that being a full-rounded person involves caring for others, but also caring for ourselves as well. And I actually like it when they see me go off and do a yoga class or go and have a bubble bath or go and meet a friend for a walk. I actually want them to see that because I want them to grow up, whether they're mothers or wives or whatever it might be that they choose to do in their life, but they see that full range of what a woman should be and can be. I don't want them to just see me just always caring for them, caring for them, caring for them, but forgetting that I'm also a human being. I'm also a woman with lots of different experiences and and interests as well. So I think it's really important for us to remember that we're also doing it for them, you know, because we we are an example to them, particularly if we do have daughters. Yeah, no, I have a daughter and I always say, um, that we must lead by example. So they actually see and observe ev- everything that we do, especially as women. We always, uh, you know, judge uh, ourselves in a way when we look at ourselves in the mirror, you know, do I look good in this? So I try now at all way, at all the time, not to say anything in front of her, in front of my husband also, because she's actually absorbing and saying exactly the same things. Lead by example is the way, especially for girls. And there's one thing actually that I'd like to say that I tell my daughter uh, as a way to empower her. Anything a boy can do, a girl can do better. Yes. So she's had, she's had this, I think since she started talking, I kept on saying, you know, if your brother can do this, it's okay. We can do it better in a different way. Um, because, you know, between siblings, they would always argue and fight for toys. So that's something, uh, that I truly believe in. I do as well. And my eight-year-old in particular is very much in line with that notion. I mean, she loves football. She loves wearing trousers to school rather than wearing a dress. You know, she's got as many many girlfriends as she has boyfriends. So she's, you know, she's friends with both boys and girls. And it's just really important. I've always brought her up saying, you know, be yourself and be who you are. And also that women can do anything. She does know that, but I think that she also knows that things are still 
changing and they are still developing. I mean, she was asking about the presidential election. She said that at school they were talking about the, the US presidential election and about their, how there's the first female vice president. She said, Mum, why is it only now that it's the first female vice president? And I thought to myself, that is such a good question. You know, we're in 2020 and only now have we got our first female vice president. And it's a step forward and it's great, mm. but I'm just aware that she realises that women are still really fighting for their place in equality, even though I'm bringing her up to be such a strong woman that really embraces all aspects of, of who she is. Yeah, that's that's definitely something important. Absolutely. Now, I'd love to talk a little bit more about self-care as a mum. And I know that something that you do in your community is to allow women to have that space to connect with others, but to also really understand what is important about self-care is there any sort of tips that you tend to pass on to your to your community in terms of self-care particularly if they are new mums or very busy working mums is there any sort of go-to tips that that you tend to share so from our website kensingtonmoms.co.uk we share a lot of content on self-care mental health who to contact in case you're going off time and especially focusing on first-time moms, second-time moms, and, you know, fourth-time moms even. Making time for yourself, as I mentioned before, is something important and something that I personally neglected for a long time. So it, I also write from experience as well as we get experts who share in their tips, uh, be it on mental health, skincare, self-care, exercise, yoga. These are all forms of, of self-care, and it depends on you on what you consider is self-care. So we kind of share my five top tips on self-care. One is taking time to be alone. That's also very important if it's in the morning or just late at night, just for you to be alone. If it's uh, meditating, praying, reading a book, uh, having a hot cup of tea or coffee, you know, just doing the things, the simple joys in life that really tick and uh, make you happy. Walking in the park or and listening to a podcast while you're walking your baby in the park, that is something very useful. At my time, podcasts didn't exist when my babies were babies. So I find that, you know, something positive that moms can do now while the baby is napping, you can go for a walk. And that's something we can still do in London. So grateful for all the London uh, local parks that we have around us as well. Calling a friend, checking up on a friend, you know, even if you can't speak to them, send them a voice message on WhatsApp. I call them weekly check-ins. So I have my small group of friends that I do a weekly check-in, whether I'm commuting or whether I'm in the car, stuck in traffic, I just send them a quick voice message. So that's also a way of, uh, you know, taking care of yourself. But definitely um, other ways that we were doing also was coffee meetups. So we were hosting once a month uh, a coffee meetup, which now we're doing it as a virtual online coffee uh, meetup on the 25th of November. It's the next upcoming one. Uh, focusing on mental health and corona fatigue. I think that's a symptom that we all have at the present time. And we will be joined by an expert mom and a GP doctor. Dr. Stephanie, who will be sharing her um, expert tips and giving also advice and recommendations for mom 
who are going through a tough time because everyone has a story. Everyone is going through challenges. So it's important to remain grounded and to support each other during these uncertain times. So that's like really ways that we have been trying to support our mom's community at this time. Absolutely. I think they are fantastic ways. And as I said, I know that a lot of my listeners are mums and I know also a lot of my listeners aren't mums, but I know my listeners are very much kind, caring people who tend to spend their time looking after others. So whether it be a partner or an elderly parent or a friend or someone in the community and those tips you gave, I feel are so helpful even if you're not a mum or even if your your children are grown up, you know, they've moved out of the house, those five tips are something that actually if we implement those into our day, they're going to make a huge difference for our mental health, but also our physical health as well. Yeah, no, that's very important. Um, and also I wanted to, to mention that for first time mums, the early days are so important and so precious. And maybe at the time you're in it, you don't feel it because of the sleepless nights and, you know, the whole roller coaster of adapting to your new role. I call it a job, yeah. to your new full-time job of being a mom and caring for your little ones. But, you know, as time progresses, your kids will become older and, you know, they're only little for a short while. I keep reminding myself that yeah. every day <laughs> when I have a crazy day ahead. And to be able to be present with them, not to be on my phone, because that's something that I am on constantly, uh, just to remove the phone. So now on weekends, I know I'm no longer on any social media. I don't, you know, touch my phone other than to call someone, but I'm not on it just to be present. So that's also another thing, just to be present with them. Because as, as I said, you know, you're leading by example. And if they see you all the time on your phone, this is what they're going to think that that's the right thing to do. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but I would like to emphasize that family time is important and I want to be there to capture every moment with them. I'm lucky enough that I work from home so I can, you know, be there for school drop off and pick up and be there with them after school. So that's also something I wanted to mention that, you know, enjoy every time, even though right now, maybe listening to this, you may feel overwhelmed, tired, exhausted, wanting to sleep for 24 hours. That's on my wish list for Christmas. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but just know that, you know, we're all going through the same thing, no matter, you know, where you live, where you are in this world. Absolutely. In those early days, it does feel like it goes on forever. And it's interesting because when you look back to that baby stage, you just think, oh, it was so cute. They were so lovely. Wasn't it amazing to have 24-7 with them? But at the time, you are so sleep deprived. You're so exhausted, often very isolated. And soon as sleep deprivation kicks in, that affects mental health hugely. And even if you don't suffer from postnatal depression, it definitely affects your mindset and your overall wellness. And it is a difficult time, but I think that concept of remembering this stage doesn't last forever. And then later on, even when they're the ages, you know, like mine are now four and eight, remembering that this will also go really quickly. So trying to appreciate it as much as possible, which is difficult when you're busy, 
when you're stressed about things. It is difficult, but I really like that idea of just moving away the phone so you can be more present with them, but also be a better example to them of actually being present and real connection rather than always having screen time. Exactly. Exactly. Definitely. I mean, we we all experienced this when the kids had online schooling yes. during the first lockdown. So the screen time w- went out the window at that stage because they were playing online, studying yeah. online, yeah. watching TV online, exercising yeah. online. Oh <laughs> my gosh, I online. know. Screen time just went up hugely. It's so lovely yeah. that they're able to be back in school and have some normality now. That's just, that's just great. And we've talked a lot already about mindset and about mental health. And also you've given some great tips like going for walks. So I listened to the podcast, which are all going to help our physical health too. But let's talk a little bit about skincare. Do you have a skincare routine which you've used since you've become a mum or anything that you've come to more in sort of recent years? So um, in terms of skin skin care, it's something that I'm very passionate about. And I'm proud to say that I'm now 40 years old. So skin skin care now is kind of priority, basically an important important thing as you age. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that I've started a year ago, I would say, is the gua sha method, which is a kind of face yoga technique using uh, the stone, Mm -hmm. um, which I really like. I put them in the fridge or in ice water before applying them on my face, especially around the eyes, because I have dark circles and I envy any mom that doesn't. Um, (laughs) So it really helps with like puffiness around the eyes. Um, Your YouTube channels have also been great. Something that I've recently started doing the short 10 minutes skincare face yoga exercises that you cover have also been very useful. Oh, I'm so pleased. That's great to hear. Yeah, I'm a a big fan of of the gua sha and we stock the gua sha's from the Hey You method and we work very closely with the Hey You method and they stock some absolutely beautiful crystals. And the lovely thing about a gua sha is you can get those benefits in terms of lifting and better circulation in as little as one minute. So again, if you are busy, if you are a mum or even if you are someone that is just caring for other people a lot, like you say, have the gua sha in the fridge, take it out in the morning and you can just place it under the eyes. It is great, like you say, for reducing the puffiness and the dark circles under the eyes, but also just for really quickly lifting the skin. And and as you mentioned on my YouTube channel, I have a few um, gua sha tutorials on there. So if anyone's interested in learning a little bit more about how to use a gua sha, you can, you can add it to that. Is there any products, Dina, that you like using? Uh, sunscreen is my go-to product. I think I wear it, you know, morning, uh, evening, even if there's no sun in London. It's, I think for my skin type, because I'm prone for any kind of pigmentation, I kind of uh, go to sunscreen and serums at night is also something that I like using. Great. Sunscreen is like the most important product. I think it's it's just over 80% of our skin aging is down to sun damage, so exactly. which is huge, isn't it? So SPF every day, you know, I can't say that enough in terms of um, protecting the skin. And even if we're in the UK and it's a winter and a cloudy day, or even if we sat working by a window, we still need to be wearing our SPF. So I'm so glad you mentioned that. That's so important. Yeah. Yeah, and I think you know, as as uh, as you age, also when you're younger, it's all about looking good and having that tan skin, sun kissed. 
Yeah. And now it's the opposite. Now it's no, no sunscreen all the way. No sun. I know. I know. If I could go back, I mean, the only thing I would change from my early 20s and late teens would be to say to myself, look, don't bother doing all that sunbathing. Because even in those sort of early years of adulthood, when, like you say, we do want to be tanned and have that really lovely glow to our skin, it's almost like we wish someone said to us, just wear your sunscreen on your face. It'll make such a difference because all these years later, it does have an impact on the way that our face ages. Yeah, so true. So always listen to your elders. Yes, <laughs> I think that's a good tip overall. And do you have a, an exercise routine that you do? And, and how do you manage to fit that in? Because I know you're so busy with your two children and also obviously super busy running Kensington Mum's business. So is there a way that you manage to fit exercise into your routine? I have like a rowing machine on my balcony that I use. Um, so I try to do that two to three times a week. Um, which is kind of my exercise routine. And also with the with the kids, we have a family workout twice a week. And uh, that's basically it. I've tried to implement it as a routine with them so they know that, you know, every Friday at six o'clock, this is when we're like all together and we do our exercises before it's family movie night. So between that and anything that I find useful that's recommended by some friends, like two days ago, a friend of mine from the team sent me a link for a YouTube channel that she's been doing. So I kind of give that a try and see if I like it. That's great. And I love the idea of doing the family workouts, almost having that scheduled time. That's such a good routine for sort of you to be able to get into, but also such a great example to give the kids as well, to know that they have that time each week. And do they enjoy doing that? Yes, because I give them um, a task every week. I alternate who's going to be the instructor. So they come up with the music and what we need to do. And if it's a dance, it's my daughter because she's the diva. And if it's anything, <laughs> if it's anything exercise, it's my son who gets us to do planks and sit-ups and all of that. So yeah, it's fun that way. I love that. I'm going to steal that idea. I think that is such a good <laughs> idea. My girls would yeah. love that. I mean, we do. I mean, we're a very active family anyway. We, we do lots of um, activity together, but nothing structured like that. I think that's a really, really great idea. Really great. Yeah, this idea came out of the pandemic lockdown first time. So we kind of continued with it because they were very happy and we were happy that we were working out instead of watching TV. Yes. So it worked both ways. Definitely a really nice positive to come out of that lockdown. It's funny, isn't it, how we do change our routines and these little sort of gems just come out of what was a definite sort of trying time, really. Yeah. That's yeah, great. And finally, I would love to know your top tip for inner peace. And this can be something personal. This can be something you'd like to share to um, women that are mums or something you would just like to share to, to women in general. I think what's really important is always be true to yourself and always follow your passion and to trust your instincts. That's like three tips, actually. <laughs> but really, it's, uh, it's to be true to yourself because you don't want to do anything against your will. Then you will feel guilty about it. You don't want to do something and regret later. Again, you'll feel guilty about it. So make the right decision for you as long as it abides by your own inner consciousness, if that makes sense. That makes a lot and, of sense. Uh, yeah. That's and great. do it with passion. 
So Kensington Mom is done out of passion, out of pure experience, out of being there, done that, and I know how you're feeling, and I'm here for you if you need any help. So it shows, it will eventually show in what you do, and it clearly it shows with what you do as well that you're doing it with passion. Um, and that's what makes a brand so successful, because the person behind it has been through it and believes in it and has passion and is driven by this passion every day. I mean, easily I can say, oh my God, today I have to answer so many emails. But at the same time, I say I'm doing this because I actually enjoy doing it. So that's very important when I say do it with passion and to be true to yourself. Absolutely. I think that's so important and such great advice. And if people want to be part of the Kensington Mums community, perhaps they don't live in Kensington or maybe don't live in London, maybe they live other parts of the country or they live worldwide. How can they be part of your really lovely community? So our community reaches worldwide because it's an online community and it's a free to join community. They can subscribe to our newsletter that we send out on kensingtonmoms.co.uk and they can just follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Kensington Moms. Our moms is a, a very varied and wide multinational and that's what makes it so rich and niche at the same time. So we welcome any mom who is there to get advice, support online and to meet other like-minded moms online. We welcome you to join our upcoming coffee morning that we're doing to raise money for Magic Breakfast, which is a charity to help children's uh, school meals. With everything going on, we wanted to give back as well to our community. So we decided to do it as an online coffee morning, you know, to spread a bit of positivity around. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Dina. You've been a lovely guest and shared some really helpful and really actionable self-care tips. So a big, big thank you. Lots of gratitude to you. Thank you, Danielle, for having me. It's been an honour and I hope everybody enjoyed the few tips and lessons learned that I've come across over the years. Thank you. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like more information on face yoga or you'd like to become a face yoga teacher, just head to our website, faceyogaexpert.com for more information. If you'd like to do a regular structured daily face yoga program to get the best results, you can either use one of my apps, just search Danielle Collins on your app store, or you can use my book, just search Danielle Collins Face Yoga on Amazon. And thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you again next time.